Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatna. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning. Honest Abe here. We are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida. KMA Talk Radio, episode number 512. That's right. And we are here always with the trusted game, the man they call the GOAT, Alex Tavella. The man who always keeps us up to date and lets us know, keeps us in the know of what's going on in the cigar industry. William the Scoop Cooper. And uh, always, as always, we have guest appearance by our none other than the man we call the Italian scallion, Shameless Paul. Yes, I used it. And there he is, Shameless Paul. Today. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Mustachio Pistachio Paul. is in the building. Oh, the, the Pistachio Mustachio. I like it. I like it. So curious <laughs> off the top of my head, you know, Paul, you, you seem to be in a very strange place. Where are you this morning? Drag show. You're doing a drag show? Doing a drag show, yeah. Wow. Are you are you part of this drag show, Paul? It's Good. called being an entertainer, just so you know. Oh. I guess you know, you learn new things. You learn new things about your guests every day. Holy cow, wow. Well, I mean, uh, we hear you met a new friend while you're doing this drag show, Paul. Tell us about it. I mean, very, very attractive young lady. She speaks well, like she's cool. I think she's a prostitute. <laughs> okay. You, you think she's a prostitute, Paul? She was a prostitute. <laughs> I, I guess he's pretty definitive that, you know, she's a prostitute. I, you know, anyway, I mean, I, I, you know, I hope I'm not crossing a line too much asking this, Paul, but is, is this your first drag show? Uh, I'm trying to think if there were other, the entire players of the, the New York Giants from one year, they used to do a party every year. I didn't always work it because I didn't always work during the week, but around Christmas time, I used to work more because there was a lot of money involved. Always about the money with Paul. See what mm -hmm. this guy will, what this guy will do for a buck. Just curious off the top of my head. How much money are we talk about here, Paul? I think it was around $200. That's it. Wow. Low standards there, buddy. Uh, you, know, you get what you can get. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, is there anything else that, you know, we should know about your uh, drag career? <laughs> that's all I have to say about it. Uh, that's pretty much maybe all I'll have to say the rest of the show, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, thanks for the update and where you're at, Paul. Paul, have a uh, good time. We will miss you today. And uh, I guess enjoy enjoy your drag show. It almost looks like he's in a dressing room back there, getting ready for it the does. show. It yeah. does. Like, uh, maybe he is getting ready for the show. So good luck, Paul, they, on your yeah, show. So they got uh, they got the uh, tailoring there in case he needs a yes, know, yes, just his hammer, something little, like that. Little, yeah, little adjustments. Yeah, I'm, 
pretty sure they're probably gonna have to expand and and, and shorten a lot of the clothes. All right, that's the end of Paul for the show. Uh, well, it was nice of him to make a guest appearance on the show for yeah, us. Thank yeah. you, Paul. Especially going to Disney today, you know, so on top of that. Yeah. Nope. That time in. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, interesting week. Okay. A lot going on this week. Uh, yes. Had a great event uh, Thursday night at uh, one of our brick and mortars in Port St. Lucie with Espinosa. With Espinosa and Guy Fieri, uh, Guy Fieri. God dang it, man! You know what? He actually called me out on it because I said it during the live broadcast too. And the problem is, I know it's Guy Fieri, but I say Guy Fieri all the time. The American, I, I do too, man. Yeah, I know, but it's worse when you do it in front of him. Jesus. But um, what? When you when you mispronounce his name in front of him? How do you know what's his? How do you pronounce his name? It's it's Fieri, like you're saying, like. Oh, no, 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 dude. He literally said something out loud. He called me out. <laughs> At least get my name right. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, you know. So, yeah. I keep slipping I mean, and wanting you to say Fieri, but it's Fieri. So, you almost got to say, like, the, the name Eddie after it, but with T's. Fieri. Uh, listen, he's, like, he's, he's, uh, he's earned his place in life where absolutely you say, you say the man's name the way he wants it said. Absolutely. Um, great event. Roll, roll that R. Huge event. So, so how did it go, Abe? Considering, look, Port St. Lucie is is one of the smaller stores. Yeah, we would have never purposely like have planned it there. It was going to be an Espinosa event, and guy happened to be in the area doing a uh, bottle signing of his Santos tequila. Mm. Um, and um, you know, Eric ended up bringing him up, and like, I'm going to tell you what, man. It really, really is hard to try to live any kind of a normal life. I mean, look, they get their perks. They get their multiple houses and stuff all over the world. But it's really hard to live. I mean, this guy pulled up. People were waiting at the back door. We thought the back door would be like a good move, right? You know, they were waiting at the back door. You know, um, luckily, you know, we kind of thought in advance. We had, you know, the local police department there helping us out. But, you know, here's a guy who can't go to the bathroom, can't walk in and out of any place, literally without getting mobbed. Yeah. And people want to take pictures. And it's really funny because just watching this, standing next to him, like how many people are just willing to go too far? Right. Yeah. Guys are bringing him products. Hey, can you take a picture? No, I won't. I mean, just like, it just really, it really is. It's got to be tough. It really has got to be tough. You know, it's, it's like I said, when you when you said that to me the other day, it, it, you know, it's like I said, it made me think, you know, that... It, I almost understand now why these guys buy giant, massive houses. It's like the only place they can walk around yeah. freely. Yeah. You know? You know, yeah. you know to boot, too, he also has a way of making everyone feel very welcome, which kind of yeah makes it even worse for him. You know, he's yeah, not because he, he's, he's not a standoffish guy at all. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't think people are going to be readily running up to Robert De Niro or, you, you, you know what I'm saying? But, He's very welcoming. He loves people. Um, he loves the crowd. I mean, from the moment he walked in, he was lined up and signing boxes. I'm going to tell you something. He's got a system because you know, not only did he sign, I mean, we pretty much sold out everywhere. Not only did he sign all the boxes. And from what I understand, it was the biggest cigar event he had done. Um, I think we actually sold more boxes than the Great Smoke with the combined promotions. Wow. But yeah, yeah. Um, he was signing boxes for everybody there, taking pictures, spending a minute or two talking to all them. And then, and then they had this system for selling all the boxes because you know we made it available online for those of you who participated um to at least get a chance to get a box signed from him if you haven't 
you know, happened to be lucky enough to run into him in an event and get one yet. And, you know, that surprisingly sold out. So he signed a lot of boxes that night in fairly quick fashion and then couldn't get out of there. I mean, like just the walk from the lounge we had him locked into to the back door. And then there were people waiting at the back door. Really? We, oh, yeah. we got The police were smart. They already had two guys there waiting at the back door for him to walk out the back door. But, yeah, there, there was like a little mob waiting at the back door, you know, and people from the other establishments in the shopping center were like, oh, can you please come by? Can you please come by? I mean, it's, uh, it's, of course. It, it's a hard life. It really is a hard life. But um, oh. it was a great event, honestly. It has its perks. He, it has its perks. Without a doubt, he has his perks. But, I mean, it's literally a life of you don't have a private moment ever unless you're like yeah. – yeah, it's a trade-off. That's a trade-off. That's a trade-off, yeah. yeah. So, but it looked like a very successful event overall. It was a very successful event. And talking about online, if you haven't already done so, tomorrow's the last day. And you know what's yes. funny is I'm already, I'm already, like, this has now been what? We've been taking pre-sale deposits for, like, almost two weeks now. Yeah. I know I'm going to get slammed with private messages come Monday, right? Don't message me. This is tomorrow will be the last day. Okay. Ten count box. This was one of the hottest releases of the Great Smoke in twenty what are we three two. now? Two twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. Second year. Twenty two. Yeah, this was last year. No. Was but last, last year was last year was twenty three. Well, this year was twenty three. Yeah, it was it was the year before that. So yeah, okay. I thought it was more than that. What do we do? It was now? a set. It was, it, it was a volcano. Yeah, it was the last luau. It was the last luau. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Getting Swiss cheese in the head lately, man. I'm starting to worry if I'm getting like too old because, like, you ever watch a show and you know a character from another show and you're like, oh, that's the guy from this show I, I love and watch. All the time now, it's happening to me regularly. I know I know that guy from another show, but I can't remember it. So I got to Google him as an actor and see all the shows he starred in. But that's really starting to happen to me a lot more. I'm starting to wonder, like, my old age is starting to well, catch up with my memory. The Great Smoke is always tricky, though, because it's just we spend the bulk of, like, 20 – the bulk of the time spent working on, like, the Great Smoke 2024 is actually done in 2023. So it yeah. kind of – so, you know, like, this year, it's actually next year what we're working on now currently for – so I always get the dates confused, too. But, yes, LD, LBD Blue yep. – Pre-orders are closing tomorrow. So if you didn't yep. get a chance or you want to grab some more. These were only available to the Great Smoke attendees in 2022. And um, now they're available to everybody. But it is a pre-order. Matt was pretty adamant. He didn't want to make a lot of extra. So um, if you want your shot at this, just open everybody. LBD Blue, same cigar, same awesome blend. Just going to be in a blue box. Pre-sales end tomorrow. That's so now the blue now so that officially becomes a i would say a micro blend now right because technically the pink wasn't a micro that was a great smoke actually cake. now we can list it as a micro blend yeah now it now it's it's now it's it goes graduated. into the micro blend yep. yes 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 as the blue as the blue right lbd blue as yeah the blue yep and then the pink would be the uh great smoke one yeah right. TGF that was a great smoke exclusive yep mm -hmm. yep um, what else we had going on this week? It's kind of an active week. You know, guess who's out of the football pool last Sunday? Are you yeah, in our football? Yeah, you were sick. You were I sick. forgot all about it. You know what's funny is I look at it at the beginning of the week and said, oh, I'm going to wait and see if any news breaks. Something changes. Maybe you want to alter my pick. 
and I just forgot to make my pick, so I'm disqualified. Did you do the the football pool and smoking social? Uh, Coop? Cooper, I missed. I missed the deadline. Uh, did you? Shame did on you? me. It was my fault. Yep, my fault. Shame on me. Yeah. You know, if I had to do it over again, I would just make all my picks because you can adjust them before the deadline. You can. That you way, can. At that least way, you would have had something in there. That it's way, at least I wouldn't it. forget. It's but in my defense, too, I think the team I was going to pick, the Lions lost last week, didn't they? I don't remember. I think so. I think they lost. Yeah, but yeah Lions, I was, I was, Lions I was, lost. Yeah, I was going to pick Detroit anyway, so I would have been out. So I, I went safe. I went with the Bills. I, I just didn't see the Bills starting the season 0-2. They won. Joey, who put the pool together, he got by by the skin of his teeth. He actually took – and remember, they, these, these pools are with the line. And he took the Giants. He, oh, no, they're not with the line. They're straight up. They're straight up. But he took the Giants, and they were getting slaughtered. Um, I'm done with them, the Giants. <laughs> but yeah, by the done. skin of his teeth, the, uh, you know, the Giants came back and managed to win that game. Um, so he's still in. Uh, but they just, got spanked. they just got spanked on Thursday, right, Coop? Yeah, I can't watch him anymore. It, 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 I haven't given it up on the team, right? But I'm not paying money for Amazon. I'm not paying money for NFL Sunday Ticket if this is the product they're giving me. And I'm tired of this. You have to be a fan for life. Well, you know what? It's co- it would cost me four or 500 bucks to watch this team. I'm not doing it this year. You know, if let me ask you TV, I'll watch him. Yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. If yeah. you think it would generate more – so Sunday Ticket, right? So to get if, you, if you're not in your local area and you want to watch your, lo- right. your home team, you got to pay for the Sunday Ticket. Right. Do you think it would generate more money for them if they did it a la carte? Now, I'm sure there's guys in the degenerates of the world who are going to get this and I want to watch every game. But, like, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. I'm an Eagles Absolutely. guy, and I only think I want to watch his Eagles game. Let me a la carte Eagles uh, Sunday ticket. Yeah, I think they could do it. Um For sure. I mean, they kind of, don't they do it with Red Zone already, like for the fantasy football players? Well, but that's Red Zone – that's an add-on to Sunday Ticket, though. Yeah, but, okay, but yeah. Red Zone just takes you to whatever game where the team's in the Red Zone, and it just right. jumps game to game to game to game to game to game. But if I just want to a la carte, like I feel like that would make you know, uh, yeah, I'll yeah, pay for try. just get I, like I the, Eagles Eagles the Eagles games. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know that. I mean, with Sunday Ticket for an average person. Yeah, and they, and you know what? They have to get rid of the blackout rule too. It's, you know what? You just. You just make up the premium, you know. You charge him four hundred something dollars. Like, get rid of the blackout rule to sell out of the game. That's ridiculous. If you're local and you still you buy it and then you still can't watch it. Right, right. If you can't right. sell out your stadium, that's a testament. We got you know. Well, I, mean? I don't think. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. Yeah, but that's tricky, though. That's tricky. I mean, look, you know, it, it has to do with the game itself to like look not not every not every town is a is a super sports town obviously chicago philadelphia new york but like i don't know if the tennessee titans are playing a meaningless but, dopey but team do, in a meaningless do you really, game do you really think that showing it on tv is going to sell not showing it on tv is going to sell them more tickets yeah it's i mean it's a stupid rule it's right. not it doesn't it's, you know, not, it's not it's not right like if, if i'm if i can't watch my home team like if i live in that town where it's yeah, not going to make you go buy a ticket and go to the stadium to watch them. Yeah, yeah. No, no it, it it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to do. To do I think the rule is antiquated. I think there was a time that rule was when you didn't have revenue streams coming in for like a Sunday ticket. I I understood that, right? 
Now, now it's a different story. Now you got revenue streams coming in. There's no reason to have this blackout rule anymore. And and in most most cities don't have the problem. There's a couple of cities that tend to have it. But even cities that have half empty stadiums, as long as the tickets are sold, then they won't black it out. Speaking of local and stuff, uh, Coop, did you did you uh, happen to find a, a gem in North Carolina? Is that a new is that a new appearance? Uh, Chicky and Pete's. Um. So my wife and I. Is this a food actually, place? I miss. I must. Have yeah, yeah, Chicky. Chicky and Pete's a very famous Philly spot. I, I. It was a find. So what happened is, my wife and I we bought uh, season passes for next year to a park called Carowinds, right? And we're not really big ride people or anything, but they have some pretty good shows. And right now, and if you bought it for next year, you got this year, the rest of this year, which they do all the Halloween and Christmas stuff. So it's, it's a pretty cool place to go. And we're walking around, and all of a sudden, I, I, I see Chicky and Pete's, and I'm like, crab fries. Right. And it, they were right. pretty Wait, good. I mean, like I said, crab fries? Crab fries. So crab fries. Good. Fr- French fries with Old Bay seasoning on it. Oh. They yeah. call them crab, crab fries. No, they, but the, the Gold Bay and whatever other seasoning, it's, they're good. They're good. Yeah. They're not, they're yeah. not actually so, crab on them. But. I mean, I thought they were excellent fries. I mean, I've had them before, and I was like, wow. I said, wow. I said, this entrance to the park was worth it alone to have access to Chickie and Pete's. Yeah, good, uh, good, good find in North Carolina. I've never heard I of it. I guess. It's it's local Philly. It's local Philly. There may they, be a couple It's local Philly. Yeah, it's a it's definitely local Philly. Um, they actually have it at the stadiums too. Yes, any airport they have one at the Philadelphia. Any airport, yeah, yeah, the airport. Uh, they're known. I would say they're known primarily for the fries. The fries, yes. are, uh, the crab fries are the big like item there. Yes, yes. You know, we're talking so, about food. I've had this craving since last week, and I think I'm gonna go right after the show. Uh, you haven't had a boil in a while. I'm gonna go over. Wait, what's the best seafood place around here, Alex? There's one in Boynton Beach Boulevard, Captain Frank's, where I was thinking of heading there. So you you're doing it yourself? Yeah, yeah, we do it at home. Yeah, probably Captain Frank's. Yeah, Captain Frank's. Like to just go buy, go buy. Yeah, yeah. Some crab legs, some clams, yeah. and whatever we throw in there. But yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, there's you not know. a uh, it's not a lot of those places where you can just go like buy that stuff all in one. No. Way. No, it's not. It's not. Eric Espinosa took me to a really good seafood place down in Miami. Like one of these hole-in-the-wall places, but it was unbelievable. Do you remember the name? I don't remember the name. It was like, but it was some very generic name. Hole-in-the-wall spots are... But it was one of these things, Eric's like, oh, let let, let me order, bro. And and I trusted him on that. And, you know, when someone, like wants them to order i know they want to share like the best thing on the menu and it was like right. a whole fish basically you know it was the whole fish that came out it was like a deep fried old whole fish and it was excellent nice nice yeah yeah you know eric can eat better than he can cook that's for sure oh well i thought he was a pretty good cook from you, don't, you, don't know, you don't know the story rocks rock yeah there's a very there's a very famous story we were um we were we were hanging out at Abe's house. Who was it? Abe? It was it was Juan Cancel and Eric. Juan and Eric. And this is when we were doing KMA still in the uh, iHeart Media building. We were on, yes, because we were all there, and then we went right to the market to buy stuff to cook, and then went back to my place. And I just I just met you there. I wasn't I wasn't doing the show then. 
You never did the. No, the only time I did the the only, the only time, time I did it in the studio is the infamous Lars Tetons episode. That that was what I was gonna say. Yeah. It was That's definitely it was definitely a Saturday. So you must have. Met it was us a Saturday. There. Yeah, maybe but I met went, you guys there. But you went to the store with us. No, did I you didn't. go shopping with us? No, I met you guys there. I had it was okay, me and Carmine. Met at my house. Yes. Okay, yes. so uh, us three went shopping at the store. We went to a market, bought a bunch of food, and then we went to my house. Yes. So so now they're cooking, but they're in a rush. They have an event or something in like uh, somewhere. I don't know. Down south. No, it was up north. No, it was north. It was somewhere yeah. north. For so so they're in a rush, right? And Eric is 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 his making this he wanted to make the famous Philomena's yes. uh carbonara. Is that what he was doing? No, Penny Alavaca. So we Penny used Alavaca. To, we used to have lunch like this went on for like two or three years. I'm going back probably 15, 10 years plus at least. But we used to have lunch every Tuesday at this place in Pompano Beach called Philomena's. It's old gangster joint and small little corner you'd never know it unless you knew it was there but it was the best and, and the kitchen was smaller than my office yeah. and they had a guy the size of vin diesel cooking in there the menu was on the wall yeah and um and uh she had the best penny a la vodka we literally would call it crack ever i mean no matter what we ordered there was always a a, a platter to a penny a la vodka that we'd all split so then she closed down just abruptly closed down. I mean, she was like in her late seventies. Um, and Eric swore that he ran into the cook. He gave him the recipe and he was going to come over to my house and reproduce this incredible penny a la vodka. Yeah. So now which, was, which ended up more being like penny a la rocca. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was in fairness to Eric. I mean, this, the, he, I feel like he got the recipe uh fairly reasonably i don't remember you know i i've gone to philomena's but i didn't eat the penny alavaca every week to know if it was exact the problem was coop he cooked the pasta for about 45 seconds and and, and put it all together i mean it, it was it was crunchy it was literally oh, that's right. yeah that's, we aren't <laughs> so, that day. yeah yeah it, it was penny alavaca for sure so <laughs> We, and you uh, had fillets and they were oh fillets and yeah he did, did yeah so it was not you know eric may may be a great cook but that was not his best performance that day i know eric can eat but i think he's as good as a cook as he is a karaoke singer mm. now you haven't he, had the he's got that he, he's a one song karaoke singer uh for non-blondes yeah and but yeah. the thing is his his fans love it they they love they love when he goes into that every time if you haven't had the painful an excruciating experience of catching Eric Espinosa doing a karaoke act. It's a bucket list item. Th thank you for, thank you, Abe, for telling it like it is on that. Oh, God, it's brutal. That, that is brutal. That's all I got to say. It really is. And the sad part is, I'm not even, I don't even think I'm really joking here. He thinks he's awesome at it. Yeah, I know. Because everyone, so really everyone wants like, to hear it. Everyone wants to hear it. So he thinks he he's really awesome. He really believes that, like, he, he hits the song. On the book, we got to get him on here. He'll do it. We got to get him on here one time to well, do it. Well, we don't talk to you. <laughs> of course, he'll do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about him. He doesn't, you know, no, I'll just tell him, look, we had a lot of requests. We talking about it. People didn't want to hear it. He'll jump on. He'll do it. Oh, my mommy. My mommy. And there you have it. The voice of an angel. A fallen angel. Fallen angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex, there you go. There's your next micro blend. 
Penny Alaraca. Yes. Oh, that's a good one, Tommy. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. You know what the problem with telling a guy like Tommy that was a good idea? My inbox is my inbox is gonna be full like in three days with a bunch of great ideas. Yeah, pictures, homemade art for the whole deal. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Abe, I want to do this for the Great Smoke 2028. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) No, he'll he'll save that for like February 15th, like a week out. Hey, I have this idea. I need your help. (laughs) I can't get in touch with Marissa. I'm trying to get this done. Although, to his credit, as much torture as he was last year, that was a really uh, pretty awesome uh, piece of art that he had made for you. It was. It was incredible, actually. It was uh, that Um, montage of... Hanging in my house. Nice. Um, What's everybody smoking this morning? I know a couple people had said Red Meat Lovers. I saw uh, somebody else just mentioned something here recently. I saw saw an old one. Where was it? Voice and Age. Oh, here it is. I haven't seen that cigar in forever. Me neither. Right? Me neither. I don't, I don't even know. Really still, is it still in production? They still make the La Duenas, yeah. Do they? Is it? Yeah. Do they? I'm about to fire up a uh, an All Saints dedication miter in honor, in honor of our friend Mickey, who's uh, probably sitting at the bar drinking a cappuccino right now in Boynton. He uh, had a couple a cappuccino? of cappuccinos. <laughs> you know, he starts. That's his breakfast. That's okay. a start. That's a starter. A lot of, lot, of, lot of good sticks being smoked this morning. We got Las Calaveras, last year's? Last year's. This is smoking great. This is the Corojo uh, Puro they did, yeah. This is a... Uh... You know, I got... Used... I just... I can see it's in, you know... I got a... Um, have it off Nicaragua. On my desk, probably salesman was in earlier this week. Oh, oh yeah. Yamasa. You know what? Yamasa. 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 No, oh, no, it's a Yamasa. It's not a Nicaragua. It's a Yamasa. Yeah, I love the Yamasa. It's actually, it's funny you say that. I have, oh, yeah, I do have one. Like Carlos was here earlier in the week. That's, yeah, that's where it came from. I'm looking, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at my desk. I'm like, oh, all right, this looks good. I'll smoke yeah. it. It's a good cigar. Forgot I had that in the drawer. Thanks for a reminder. Papasakas. I had some yeah, pop sockets on my road trip, yeah. Well, we need to all have a moment of silence for Marshall Scott Henry. Oh, Hopefully, so you'll much. be back at it soon, buddy. Absolutely. Yes. You'll, it'll be the best cigar you have. It really it, is. It, as long I, as you don't as long as you don't make the mistake of of trying to smoke one. If you're sick. We're talking about if you're, if you're yeah, sick. Yeah. Don't make the mistake of trying to smoke one too early. Because if you go for a week or so and you can't smoke, that first one you have, your palate's yeah. refreshed, you haven't. That first one is great. It's when you go too early and it still tastes like shit that you ruined it. Yeah, when I went two months, I could just tell you I went and I didn't go with a heavy cigar. I went with a, I remember it was a Davidoff white label I had to start off with, and it was fantastic. It's like you um, taste everything. <laughs> you yeah. taste every new one. You do. You taste every new one. Yeah, man. Speaking of sick, Abe, you were a little uh, under the weather last yeah. week. Uh, you're, uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm getting some work done. I don't. It was nothing like in particular. Just um, I'm having trouble like eating food. I think that's why I'm so hungry this morning. It has I've its lo- perks. I've lost that, ten pounds. I've lost ten yeah. pounds. So, but yeah, eating right. anything has kind of been making me nauseous, and um, you know, I just I, I wasn't. I was uh, kind of really unable to get out of bed. Let's put it that way. Um, last Saturday, yeah, I mean, we knew you, know, you were pretty banged up. I mean, when you when you canceled the 
you know, coming on or first thing in the morning and weren't yeah. even in the comments. We knew you weren't in the comments. No, no, no. We get he was out of it. Yeah. Oh, so I, I got, I've been eating like really small, tiny amounts, just like when I'm starving. But yeah, I got doctors. I've been, I got doctors, two doctors' appointments Monday and Tuesday. So I'll see, we'll figure out. No, no, I swallow just fine, bro. <laughs> I can get it down. It's just uh, I end up getting nauseous and then gotta lie down and like everything gets drained. So I don't know. Yeah, I could yeah. be pregnant. I could have been pregnant for the last ten years. <laughs> could be the could be the longest term ever in the history of humankind. Right. A couple twins. No, I feel fine if I'm if I'm not in the so like even like I was starving before the uh, event in Port St. Lucie. You know, I just ran next door and had like a little bowl of soup and ate half of that. You know, I just just got to be careful. But not eating or I'm not in that situation. I feel all right, but it puts me down. It took me a while to kind of figure out what was going on there. You know, because you think you're normal, you're just eating away, and then you realize every time I eat, I'm getting like fucking sick. Yeah. So. Yeah, you popped back pretty quick. You were here on Monday, and you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of fine by by Sunday, really. I just kind of started figuring it out. So, nothing, nothing serious. I hope, but we'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, after they send me to about fifteen different doctors and eighty different copays, and yeah, we'll figure it out. That's why they just do random tests after tests after that. My wife, um, my wife really can't complain directly about the your mic's going weird. Yeah, still. You're cutting it out. Yeah. Is it still? Or stop? no? You're good. You're yeah. good. You're good. I don't know if you're hovering. When my here. when my wife when my wife um, collapsed and and uh, you and I were in down south at the monster truck show and she collapsed. That's right. Target. Right. You you took off. Yeah. Me and they didn't me and let Jay. her travel. We were with Jay. Yeah. They didn't let her travel. They had they had her twenty different doctors test. It really sucks when they kind of gotta try to guess at what's going on, but got to do what you got to do yes although pro tip the worst thing you can do when you're sick is uh google your symptoms because if it. you do you will be led to believe that you're dying no matter what it is you have going <laughs> on. this is actually a real possibility because i had something before that's kind of why i'm going to the doctor too hmm. that's actually a real possibility uh, isn't the gallbladder one of those things you can remove yeah yeah yep. absolutely absolutely so I, I i that's that that right now i think is suspect number one because that's kind of the same problem julie was having and then she had her surgery so. uh chad i usually give a live birth right before the show and at the uh, 11 o'clock break right the more you know is that an inside <laughs> joke from last week or did i miss something no bro it's my well you're you're the instigator of the tavellas you know i'm gonna do tavella Oh, is that what a live birth is? Okay, I didn't know the lingo. I mean, is that a live? I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, am I running the commercials? No, no, no. I got the commercials. I got it. All right. I, I gave a live birth right before the show. I can make it happen. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Plus, right. plus the 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 cigar of the month, the cigar of the month commercial is long enough for me to empty my bladder real quick and get <laughs> Look, look oh, at my. all the diag. Look at all the diagnoses that I got coming in now. Yeah, now. Yeah, man. Sure, yeah. See, see, this is what happens. <laughs> KMA medical staff. People care, though. People care, and that's yeah. Oh yeah, it's good. I mean, I you know, I yeah. like yeah. to make people worry. You know, I mean, half the time yeah. it's nothing. It's some shit. You know, if anything, I told you know, I should let go for a couple more weeks. Maybe I'll lose another 10, 15 pounds. 
That's what I'm saying. Like you, you have to look at it at our when you get to a certain age. Like okay, if it's not killing me and I'm gonna drop a few, I'm gonna drop a few pounds, you know. All right, well, you know, it's, it kind of weighs out. So, so where is Paul really this morning? Is it a Disney trip? Yeah, he's at Disney. He's he's, he's, at, he's at he's at. So yeah, I mean, I you know we we tortured him a little bit this morning, but Paul is at Disney for this is so odd to me, but I guess I get it with Disney. You got to make time. He's at the Halloween thing. And is that reason, is that what is that what this Magnum I call it I call him Magnum CI I, I, he goes why C I go you're not mad enough to get to the peas yeah so what, what uh, is this stash is this so, part of the costume yes so Paul um, I don't think he qualifies for a porn stash so I'll call it a rapist stash um, oh my god is is he's they, the family's dressing as the Super Mario characters and Paul. He's gonna be yeah decided. yeah he's gonna be Mario so he went for the stash yeah you know Paul's into those those family costume thing that's a he is he, he is, is. good for him good for him yeah good for him, for him. I don't knock it I don't yeah. knock I don't it. knock I don't it, it but yeah they do it every year the whole family gets dressed in in theme which I mean you know is right it's gonna alley. it's gonna break it's gonna break his heart when they when the kids are like I don't want no nah, we ain't doing that because that's what we did we had all our kids dressed up as Guardians of the Galaxy one day. Uh, Asher was um, Rocket. Uh, uh, Petra was Nebula. I can't remember who, but they they're all Guardians of the Galaxy. It was so yeah, cool somebody was Groot. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Zane was uh, Peter Quill, and who was Zara? Zara, who were you when we did Gamora. Guardians? You were Gamora. We yeah. made you green. Yeah, okay. So they they uh, I got I got my two young ones here today because the two older ones have auditioned for their philharmonic or something today so um but then i wanted to do kiss the next year make them all for it and then like now nah, we're all doing our yeah. own shit yeah that wasn't happening it uh, wasn't I mean, happening i mean when i was a kid we'd go to the drugstore and for like 3.99 you'd buy a halloween costume kit it had a mask remember yeah. wait do you remember it came in those boxes yeah it came in those boxes for 3.99 the mask and the plastic outfit underneath the mask. That's what you got. Yep. That's yeah. what you got. Yeah. That's what you got. A whole if you had a homemade costume, you had to have someone who was like that was a rarity back then. Everybody so, started uh, up in their games. I'm are you actually, guys are you guys see I'm not, but my 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 family totally is. And I, I I've always been I any of you guys like Halloween guys? No. Yeah, I'm not either. We we've never been it. My kids when they were younger, it was one thing, but yeah, now. I just even mean you as a kid, as a teenager, and. No, I mean actually in New York they used to throw eggs and spray skating so cream. That was the night before for us. Mischief night was the night before. It was both nights, Halloween and yeah. mischief night. Yeah. But, I mean, Halloween in the city was was a little easier. For us, you know, and you're talking the inner city because you literally just walk the blocks. I mean, there's houses everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's a little, it's a little, you know, you think about like, and we've done Halloween at your house and walk, you know, your neighborhood, they're walking around, Abe, and, the, and the, they walk a block. What do they hit? Eight, 10 houses. You know, you walk a block in the city, you hit 35 houses. Right. So it's, it's a lot more bang for your walk. Yeah. Yeah. I just I mean, wasn't we, into getting costumes or doing costumes. Even yeah, like, you know, college, all these guys yeah. were going around getting costumes. And no, shit. no, I never did it. Later. Yeah, I, I know, never got mischief night was her. Yeah. What, what what the people in my neighborhood do to their houses is like insane. There's like twenty foot cats. Yeah. And shit. We, we never did that. 
Um, that was not yeah, really a Marshall's the Halloween guy. Well, I mean, I guess that was one of the perks of living in a row home. We didn't really have like you know front lawns Pretty- and, and room room for a giant. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and when I got older, it was like I'd like to give the candy out so when the Halloween moms would come by, you know, that's always a big <laughs> I, I volunteered to do that, yeah. I still do it, yeah. The way to go. This was a good one here. Well, I think I'm leaving Halloween for Lazona Palooza that day, so. Oh, when is Lazona Palooza? It's the first week in November. So it's like November 2nd to the 4th or something like that. Right, right, right. Oh, that's right. We went down there with a guy last year, right? Yep. Yeah. The chauffeur. Yeah. That was the first one I missed was last year. That was when my dad passed. I just couldn't go. But um, that was the first one I ever missed. I've been at every one. That was, was you know, the first time I saw, like, I mean, this guy, he literally, he showed up. He did nothing but take pictures and sign autographs from the time he got there three hours later to the time he left. I mean, that is all he did. And he did it at the PCA show again this year. Um, they had him at the pre-party, and then he actually did a tour of the show floor um, one day. And they took him all took him all around to all the booths. I thought it was really good how Espinosa did it this year there. And he and he was just like a willing, you know, just gave everyone time. You know what I left on my desk Thursday that I've been holding on to? What is that? Oh no! You wanted to get that signed by him. The cigar I get it. I get it eventually. Yeah. The evil, the evil empire. Evil empire. <laughs> well, it's funny because you know they actually told him no. Yeah, yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, true he, story. He, he really wanted to be on the cover of the cigar smoker. It was one of the things like that meant something to him, and they told him no. They, they, they weren't doing chefs. Or Celebrity or chefs. Or yeah, I don't know yeah. what excuse they gave him, but. You know, somebody, somebody over there got woke up to the cause. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I didn't understand how big guy guy was at first, right? Man, Bear is trying to tell me. I'm like, but then I I started to see it, and he, you know, he has much bigger reach than I thought. So, and it was just like I said when my mom tuned into KMA Talk Radio. The only time she ever tuned into a podcast, yeah. and he was on. So, yeah, I mean, let me, it, let me so, tell you, let me real tell you quick, something. Abe sent me a picture Thursday during the event. Just a quick picture of ports, and, and literally just within this one quick snapshot, there was people there with their little kids, a couple ninety-year-old ladies there. I mean, it, you know, cigar shop or not, everybody, everybody came. No, this, this we, guy. We had a lot of people who came who weren't even cigar smokers who bought right. boxes of cigars, who weren't even cigar smokers. They want right. to buy a box, have them sign it. Um, he just, I think he just translates to everybody. I mean, it's food, man. And, and he's such a personal guy. He translates to everybody. So, yeah, people were coming regardless. He just wanted to meet him. I, my, I've had a friend for 27 years, literally, since I moved to Florida, 28 years. All right? Dennis, you, uh, Alex, you know, I'm Dennis. We work with sometimes on the back end. Dennis Von on the Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I, I got to see him at the event. But Dennis, I've worked on and off with Dennis for 27 years. Good friend. He got married while we were friends about five years after I moved here. And, um, you know, we were at our Memorial Day thing, and his wife came up to me. I hear guys come to your shop. This is the first time in 27 years, every great smoke, every function, and any event that his wife came to an event and she got her shirt signed. I mean, that's how much, that's when you know stuff is translating. But I finally got my, 
signed five dollar bill from Dennis that he lost last October. Oh, was that last October? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the X card back end X card deadline that he thought you know, he was going to make. What guy did is not something a celebrity will normally do at an event like this. So. I know when there was some, I know when the big poppy David Ortiz was doing events in the cigar industry, they would not let people come in and just get stuff signed. Um, it was, it, it's this most of the time with the celebrities, that's, you know, they do the book signings. They make yeah. you sure you have to buy something there to do that. So that, that's pretty well, unique. No, well, listen to me. He signs, listen, look, here's the thing. You're there to support event. There's guys waiting in line by box. He's signing that stuff first, but on his way out, he signed some shirts yeah. and some other things. But that's so you know, good. People gotta, so- people gotta understand. I mean, you know, there were hundreds of people who showed up to buy a box and get it signed. He's signing that first before yeah. dealing with it, anybody it, else. You know, he's, it, they came it, to support his brand and his line. Most of these people, and you know, that's who he's taking care of. And then on his way out, he signed a couple other things for people. Dude, he was signing our shelf talkers in the humidor. Listen, this this. You know, he just doesn't sign it. Like, I don't know if you can read it already. The Smoke Godfather yeah. Abe, right? You think that's all he wrote? He, he drew fire. He drew fire. <laughs> that is cool. Along, yeah, put yeah. put asterisks at the top. Yeah. You know, I mean, he just, he 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 he, he yeah. enjoys it. He yeah. enjoys but it. think about all those people, maybe who aren't cigar people, that got a box of cigars. And even if you get a fraction of those who become regular cigar smokers after that, that's that's a enormous reach. Uh, again, I think you know what Espinosa is sitting on with him right now is, is second to none. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and guy's got the right mentality. You know, um, he he really does. He's he's in it for the long haul. So it's, yeah. Uh, every yeah. time I see him, it's a pleasure just watching him work people in the crowd. It was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was great on KMA that day. He gave us, like, we didn't think we'd have more time with him. He wanted to stay that day. So, listen, little known fact, you know, while we had Guy on the show, one of his associates and were kind of messaging goes, hey, got to wrap it up, 10 minutes. And literally during the show, Abe tried to wrap it up for him because and Guy was like, no, I got time. No, I got, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we had a side chat. It's like, he's got to go. It's time to go get him off. So I tried to cue him out. I, I started my saying, yeah, I know you're a busy guy and you had to have it out. And he's like, no, i got plenty of time. I'm good. Let's yeah. go. Because it was his assistant was pinging us. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's when the assistant yeah. pinged us. And so, you know, yeah. Abe obliged. You know, it was like, okay, we're going to wrap it up. Guy said, no, he's not ready. And literally that day, I think he was doing an event and flying out to somewhere else that day. Yeah. Went, yeah, it was. Like a it was wedding to the airport on. after that. Yeah. yeah. He went straight from our event to fly to California right away. But no, he's, he's 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 in it for real, not just to put his name oh, on absolutely, it. Which I, absolutely. Which I think is why he's, you know, it's being so well received by everybody. Yeah, and they just apparently some new releases just dumped uh, in the last couple of weeks. The um, which I think the sampler and the uh, chef special have now coming chef out. Chef special. Yeah. Yeah, the samplers were sold out when we po- posted them up. I don't know how long I, ago. I never ago. had a sampler get as much traffic on Cigar Coop as when that sampler was announced. It's the most read sampler ever, and I've had yeah, right. it's amazing how many hits I got. Right. We had, we had we had a couple we had a couple customers who didn't like I guess how long it was waiting to arrive because they were all pre They're like I'll oh, cancel my order. We're like no problem. There's like thirty five hundred yeah, people looking for it. Absolutely. Your yep. loss. Yep. Yeah. 
it's it's one of those things that's one of the reasons why I kind of don't like pre-orders is a lot of times, you know, this I think this was supposed to come in August. Are you July? I think the first yeah. announcement yeah. was going to be in July. I mean, and it didn't ship till mid-September. I mean, look at that. I mean, but, you know, you know almost it, everybody was really patient about it. Yeah, and Espinosa's got a very good track record of shipping stuff and having and having product ready to go, you know. So things sometimes happen out of their control with that is what I'll say. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. And anybody watching who participated in Summer of Saka that we owe some pot of peros to, the word on the street is uh, they will be sh- being shipped to us next week. So you probably could find your pot of peros orders going out late next week, early the week after, if we owe you any pot of peros. The, the, the summer promotion that just won't end. <laughs> it's still going on. So, like so just to later. confirm, Saka has the giant Saka Squatch, right? Saka put a... Saka put a cash bid out there to anybody who won it that he'd offer to buy it. Now, right. I, the gentleman Charles that won it, it wasn't a matter of he didn't want it. He really wanted it, but the guy lives in France. Yes. Oh. And and um, so he has an office. Has he got an office in Sarasota or something? He's got an office in Sarasota that he normally ships his cigars to, and then they hold it for him when he comes to town. He grabs it, or it's going to be extended period of time. He has yeah. he has them DHL it, so he really wanted it. And, he was even contemplating because there's a possibility I might move back to the States next year, but I don't want to hold it for a year and I don't move back and whatever. So uh, it ended up, the, the the six foot soccer squatch ended up at the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Warehouse in New Hampshire. It's there now. At which and point, I understand, immediately he, started like putting mascara on it. Yes. He, he, <laughs> one, of the, one of the young ladies in his office started to um, doctor it up. Doctor it up, I guess. Yeah, that's the word. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. So I guess he's gonna keep it. He's not gonna like re reissue it. I think he should. Be a, he yeah. should have one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. He I just don't know how many one. people get into the warehouse to see it. You know. I don't think he's worried about that. Yeah, I guess not. He just wants to right until he have a six foot one. So, and so is there gonna be another one? one next, is there gonna be another one next year? Or is this kind of a one of a kind or two? I know no. it's two of a kind, actually. Nothing stays the same. Mm-hmm. It just always evolves. Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be a summer of soccer next year. There'll be a six foot something next year. Everything just evolves. So, we've already got, we already yeah. got some pretty epic stuff. In the and I think, that's, I think that's a great thing when you do an event or a promotion. You, you do have to evolve it and change it. Yeah. You can't eventually it reaches a point where, yeah, you got to just change it. Otherwise, it's not, you know, it's the same. It's, it's very boring. Yeah, eventually, we'll have to, like, go capture a Sasquatch in the wild and raffle it off at some point. You know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Get a real live one giveaway. Yeah, I'll have to find a live Sasquatch. Sasquatch hunting trip with Steve Saka. <laughs> yeah. Dinner with a Sasquatch. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. So, so yeah, I mean, we, you know, we... We, in typical fashion, we start, you know, there's, there's cool stuff for, for next year's promotion that is already in the works, was in the works prior to this year's promotion, you know. We like to keep it cool. Yep. I can confidently say that next year's Summer of Sock event will be more exciting than this year. Yes. People say, keep saying how, but. Well, kids, it's experience, right? So we noticed a lot of things that we could have done better or change up this yeah. year, improve this year. And we start working on it. Simple as that. But we are already working on it. So very cool stuff. And um, 
I think we have coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do uh, one of those uh, Air Force One promos with La Polina, right? We have the shoot coming up October. Yes, early yes. October. Early October. And you, uh, biggest... you juiced the, um, the pot a little bit with that, too. More details to follow. But yes, yes, we did. Those, those but, are the sneakers? the sneakers? Yeah, one of the biggest, like, kind of hits at the that trade show the... was the La Polina yeah. booth where everybody was making, where they had two guys custom painting. Yep. And we, have, we have pictures of Coop on that, yeah, from the trade show. Yeah. So um, we've already worked it out with them because the guys who make those are in Canada. Right. right. Uh, the, the guys yep. who are the artists and whatever. But we're going to do a custom pair of Air Force One and a five-pack frenzy with La Polina. So look for that in October. You can win your own customized. My daughter hasn't worn her once yet. It's going to sit on a shelf forever. They did a great job on those. Like I said, I saw them doing it at the trade show. They did a great job. People were walking around in them. Yeah. People walk around them, so that's going to be a fun little promo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so the winner don't get will get your size and they'll actually have a size. I guess ship to mm-hmm. those or those yep. guys will and do them there in your size. Yep, very cool stuff. Pretty cool. What else we got going on? Uh, you know, I made a little slip on the whereby the other night. I hopped in the whereby. What if it didn't get back to you, then they good. They did a good job keeping it secret. Yeah, no, no. What did you? Yeah, do? I, I I was just talking randomly about our graphic artists and who I use to choose to kind of do this kind of work and this kind of work. And I kind of said, you know, when we do stuff like this, and I, I dropped one of the things we're going to be dropping in a couple months, the custom packaging thing that we've been working on for a couple of years. I dropped it and everybody just froze. Like, what? What? So if it didn't get back to you, that means everybody kept their... Uh, no, 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 everybody... Uh... Everybody kept their lips sealed. But uh, yeah, we got exciting stuff coming up at the end of this year. A lot of cool stuff. Gonna close out 2023 with a bang. What else we got going on? Anything else? I mean, you know, in, in news that that nobody cares about, the greatest sportsman of all time took down another tournament yesterday in the in the speed chess tournament. Oh man, I was really worried. Uh, you were go I chess. thought you were gonna go. I actually thought you were gonna go Phillies because we're gonna probably clinch the. the yeah, Phillies. Phillies are gonna clinch, but you know, Mag, Magnus Carlson yeah. taking down another uh, another top tournament is is uh, yeah. tie on tie on my list. Just notches him you up know, again as the greatest individual sportsman of all time. You know, when I was over, uh, I don't know if the guy mentioned this, but Alex knows about it. When I was over at Rafael Nadal's place, he's got like a really incredible looking chess set there. Yeah, yeah. I think you sent me a picture, or did, or maybe you posted. Yeah. yeah, it was really. Yeah, really... I sent it. I sent it privately just because it was, uh, you know, his house. Is it, yeah. Is it, is it decor? Does he really play chess? He plays. Well, he met. You know, he mentioned that he plays, but I saw the picture, and 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 yeah. you know. I wouldn't expect a guy like Raphael, and we, you know we've seen glimpses of his house with when he's been on the show or videos, and I wouldn't expect him to have just a uh, you know a little old wooden yeah. you know brown wooden board in his house, you know that, oh, true. that fits fits Raphael. It, let me tell you, one of the best. If you, here's a great promotion. Be be Raphael Nodal for a day. If you could live the Raphael Nodal life for a day, man, that's a great prize. I mean, living the you. best life, man. <laughs> he's living in New York life. right now, and he's living his best stuff up in New York. It's, it's you see it. It's a. Uh... And, and what's funny? He goes to New York. He usually jinxes himself, and there's like a cold wave that comes through. But apparently, so far he hasn't. But this tropical storm, I think, is going to hit New York. So hopefully, he gets out in time. There's another tropical storm out there. Oh man, we're already every tropical storm that comes near the U.S. 
we get some effects of it from short. We have the wind coming in here uh, today. I yeah. don't know what happened, and I don't. But wait, wait, you're getting suddenly, wind to the dirt, tropical yeah, storm. We've, Where is it? We've become the mist lately. It's unbelievable. Ophelia, it's off the coast. It's kind of going up the like off the mid-Atlantic coast. It's supposed to hit somewhere around like Delaware, Maryland. But we're we're feeling the wind here. I can tell you, the wind was howling last night, and it's it was this morning too. I'm in such a blizzard. Yeah. When it comes to the storms, I have no clue because I don't watch the news. Drew Drew Nicastro, pro tip: You literally now have a 50-50 chance of getting banned by Facebook. You're about to. You're probably going to catch a seven-day ban. Yeah, you want to be careful with that. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to delete that real quick. We know you're talking about sports, but they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, there's a couple of guys in the cigar media who are like you know meteorologists and they're really into it. One is uh the guy, the cigar surgeon John McTavish, who's on Loomis's team, and he's all into the weather forecasting. He's just all on top of it. So I just follow his his forecast. Another Drew Nicastro mentioned because I don't want to hear it. So if you're part of our smoking social Facebook group, uh, if you're not, join it. It's pretty cool. Um, our third time now doing socialite robes. So pre-sale started. Another thing, you know, we 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 we've done this once, and then we had to bring it back a second time by demand, and now I got coerced into a third one. So we, we 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 make these socialite robes to order. So um, I got I, I got to do this one. I'm gonna do this one. Yeah. I think Alex put it up yesterday, and I, gotta, I, I think it. the ordering ends the end of this month or the first week of October. Then we take 30 days to have them made, and we ship them out to you. So I'm pretty sure I'll get bombarded with, "Oh, I just missed it." Oh, no, no, no. but here's your shot. Go go go. Um, I guess if you're not in the smoking social group, they they don't they wouldn't know how to find it but well, join the smoking right, join the smoking group. social group there's a link up at the top and you get your uh, socialite robe if i see it man when you stop the comment stream <laughs> there's so many you got to catch up oh yeah oh yeah all right uh, see, sizes john sizes tend to run a little big right Abe? yep Yep. So, well, yeah, Dan lost a ton of weight, man. Got himself in shape. I'm sure his robe doesn't fit him at this point. He wears it to his brick and mortar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, we got a lot of stuff coming up in hour number two. We have um, the continuation of Tale of the Tape. We're now in the top three of Tale of the Tape. We got Name That Jam. We got scoop with Coop with some very important news that we need to discuss today and, you know, make sure that we stay on top of not just as consumers and people, but as an industry. So uh, don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to be right back right after this. Keep it lit. Phenomenal. 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 My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians La Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninov, Mozart, and I wanted to have my own sonata. 
So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, A.J. Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive. It has some great flavor, some character, an amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. I'm Steve here with the Dope to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazi. These are all premium handmade name brands that you can find in any brick and mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature of our Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn, you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you got to do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You want to take a break going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Want to turn it back on? The exact same easy process, you can turn it right back on. We've made it that easy for you. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. Alex, tell them about the Double Down Club. We had so many of our members reach out to us, really enjoyed our selections every month. They wanted to know there was a way they can get two, and we've made that very simple. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Does our club have perks? Of course it have perks. You want to tell them about the perks? As a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more, you can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally, expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons and what makes Smokin' Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but what what? Like? Yeah, that was great. It's perfect. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of KMA Talk Rec Talk Radio, episode number 512. Here with my gang, as always, the Italian Scallion and William the Scoop Koopa. Are you guys going to join us or can I leave Sleamy hanging? No, not until you fix that. Fix? What did I say? Alex Tavella? Who are you back? The goat? Is that what it is? Well, it ain't the Italian fucking scallion, I'll tell you that. Did I call you the Italian scallion? Oh, boy. He's the Italian scallion. I, 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 figured, 
I thought you were waiting for the queue to, you know, for Paul to come back from his. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm off one week and look how rusty I got. Jesus, <laughs> holy cow! Called you the Italian scout. <laughs> he just waits. I'm like, what's going on? Why are you doing the guys in? <laughs> I mean, with Paul. Oh my gosh! If you're worried about content for next week, we've got a whole that whole first hour is going to be, I guarantee, filled in on this Paul trip. Oh yeah. Because I'll tell you what, um, there will be a picture. You know what gives this stuff away? His wife puts pictures up, and then it shows up in my feed. Yes. So that's how he always kind of gets busted on this stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think if there were other. The entire players of the, the New York Giants from one year, they used to do a party every year. I didn't always work it because I didn't always work during the week. But around Christmas time, I used to work more because there was a lot of money involved. What were we talking about in that? Oh, he was that was his time working at Tiffany's. That's what, Tiffany, what, what, yeah. did you, what did you do? Did you like go through like a bunch of old episodes and find L- literally, literally, yeah. <laughs> literally? You found really good ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is that time every week to test everyone's musical acumen. I am behind the musical wheel of Name That Jam, brought to you by the fine folks over at Avo Cigars. All right, interesting choice this week. Uh, I think it's a song that uh, is very easy to recognize, but I think I might have found a part that will it'll get you all to maybe recognize it, but I'm not sure how easy it'll be to guess it. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play a three-second segment, or it's about a five-second segment of a song, see if who can name that jam. Oh, that's the oh, that's, easy. that's too easy. This is a, this is a, this is a slam dunk. Well, you looked a little confused in the beginning. I I had the first second threw me off, but the last two seconds. Yeah, that's sec, but I still I can't. I I, I, I got this one. Yeah. I don't see a lot. I don't see a lot of guesses coming through the feed. I'm gonna hit it. I up. recognize it. That's the goal. I'm the goal is up. to recognize it. We got Bohemian Rhapsody. And no, no. no clue. Sun going. Is that it? Is it? Is it? Is that? Uh, is that Elton John? What is it Elton John? Is Elton. it Elton John? No, nobody wants to answer. Okay. Got a lot of Elton Johns out there. It's that. That I think I got. Second half. That second. All right, Alex. Let's reveal. Don't let the sun go I, I almost went scenes from an Italian restaurant, and then it was the last few notes. You know something? I that I was I was like first Billy Joel, yeah, Billy yeah. Joel too. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was thinking it seems, and then that last couple of notes gave it. Yeah, 
was all I, I, it's very hard to find any part of that song that doesn't completely give it away because <laughs> it's, it's it's there's a lot of times where i'm like oh this would be a good song and then you listen to it like there's nowhere that i can yeah yeah you know, clip out that well, you know there's similar styles with elton john and billy joel too so yes yes yeah well you all were able to most of you were able to name that jam brought to you by the fine folks at avo cigars eloquently creating symphonies with tobacco for decades there you go absolutely great song it is a good song love me some elton john it's really funny my kids have grew zane's my middle daughter's the one like she had her elton john thing now she's on a david bowie kick she yeah elvis costello she gets these things and then that's all i end up hearing around the house for like a week or two did you guys see that the rolling stones are putting out a studio album no i heard they just I heard they just canceled their concert because Mick uh, Mick wasn't able to go on. Yeah, they have a new album. The first single's already dropped on Spotify. Where are those guys at? Eighties? I mean, are those guys in their yeah, 80s? they're around eight. They're around eighty. I yeah. Mean, the irony of the whole thing was Charlie Watts, the drummer who always looked the most healthy, is the one who dropped dead first. Keith Richards will outlive us all. Yeah, I, I, I actually would be in the wonder that. <laughs> no, seriously. Didn't they just... Didn't, I, I think they're on tour with the Black Crows, of all people. Really? Yeah. Man. And I think I think they had to cancel shows because uh, Mick, Mick's not feeling well. Wow. Interesting. That's not accurate? I swore I just heard that recently. I don't. I, I hadn't you, heard it. I, I figured heard you would know, Coop. I had not heard that. I'm look, that's why I was just looking. But I, I mean, I knew about the new album dropping, or it's about to drop. They just did the single, but uh, I was just saying it. I mean, you probably did hear something. Or I was listening I'm, to streaming radio while I was working. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, it, yes, 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 it was. He had. Well, no, this is this is a uh, couple months old. 20. This is a couple months old. Uh, he had to cancel a concert in 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 Amsterdam because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, COVID, yeah. That's the only one I'm seeing. I, mean, I know Springsteen canceled. Springsteen canceled a bunch of concerts. I can't believe these guys are still on the road. Jesus, right? They there's so much money in these live tours. That's why they do it. Does the Rolling Stones still need money? I mean, if they're still in need of money, God damn, somebody fucked up along the way. No, think- but. I think it's one of those things, like, probably keeps those guys alive, man. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does. It's obviously something they enjoy doing, and, and the money doesn't hurt coming with it, you know? Right, right, right. But no, they're yeah. massive. You know, they're massive. I can't imagine yeah. Rolling Stones concerts aren't selling out or close to selling out every single day. I have never seen them live. Oh, I saw the, shit, I can't remember, it was Bridges to Babylon or Steel Wheels Tour. Yeah. But that was it. I saw him at Soldier Field. So it was before I moved here. So it's got to be 19, 1996, 7. Right? 1995, maybe? No, That's 19. about mid-90s was Bridges for Babylon, yeah. Yeah, so I saw the Bridges to Babylon tour. And I don't know how old they were then. Shit, they were old then. 
and they put on amazing fucking shows. So awesome. I, I saw it in Soldier Field, but I had shitty seats. And from my shitty seats, it was so awesome. I got like 17 throw seats in Madison, Wisconsin, and saw them like a month later. You know, that's probably part of the ticket draw, too. You know, these guys are in their 80s. So there's always that, like a guy like Coop, like if you want to see the Rolling Stones live, this may be your last chance. Best shot, yeah. Maybe they're, you know, they're in their 80s. How much longer? So you never know when the last tour is going to be. Yeah. And, you know, we, we take it for granted sometimes these bands who have been with us all of our lives. That they're gonna go on forever, and it doesn't happen. I mean, no. it doesn't happen. They everyone, you know, time catches up with everybody. So I think a lot of people. I got disappointed by seeing a lot of people that way, though. I thought Eric Clapton was an awful, awful guy. Um, but just oh, awful, awful. Never I mean, that's that ends up being your last memory of them, you know. Yeah, that. yeah. Kind I mean, I was a. I was a huge Phil Collins and Genesis fan, and I was thinking to myself, "Thank goodness I didn't go to those concerts." It was sad to see Phil Collins in the in the shape he was in in that concert. He was a That's shell of like, himself, a shell like of watching, himself. Yeah, it's like watching a boxer past their prime, long past yeah, their prime. Where, so yeah, really, it hurt. It hurt to watch it. Exactly. I, I wouldn't have enjoyed being live there. Yeah, you know, gotta get old eventually. It's better than the alternative. It it happens. It happens. Yeah, exactly. Steel Wheels, two hundred dollar tickets. So oh, Peter, Peter's in the chat. They were Peter Maricello. I mean, the stone, the stone I actually saw Jerry Garcia's last concert ever. Did oh, you? Wow. Yeah, at Soldier Field in Chicago. He died like a month later. Uh, it was uh, the Grateful Dead and Traffic. Steve Winwood. It's actually That's a good another show. one. It was a good but show. I actually, I actually saw Steve Winwood a few years ago, and that was another sad one to see. I can't believe he's still playing. He was like old when I saw him. In, in, yeah, he in was mid-90s. in his 70s when I saw him, and, and I always wanted to see him, and I was really disappointed. That wasn't even yeah. mid-90s. That was early 90s. Yeah, this is 2000s. I mean, I'm talking late I mean, 2000s Jesus, when I like, saw him. It's like 40 years later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Wow. Crazy. He had a great voice. Chris Cornell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. For some reason, I believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Bay move. That's a move from his bed. Let me tell you, uh, Dave, who's my partner, who does the jukebox show with me, is a massive Taylor Swift fan. And he's going to see, like, he lives in Australia, and he's going to see them there. Hard air, rather. I'm sorry. Yeah. I is- saw a video. She did a concert in Philadelphia. There was literally enough people outside of the stadium to fill the stadium just outside the stadium not in the concert out there singing along and listening because they can hear it outside the stadium so i mean well there's an interesting um that is mrs antigo yeah oh thank you for watching ash so have you heard about the philadelphia story around taylor swift now no. I guess the I guess uh, Jason Kelsey is oh yes and, and came out and said it yeah yes. wait, wait what uh, happened that, what happened Jason Kelsey the, uh... Eagle of the Eagles he's probably one of the most popular Philadelphia Eagles in town yes, yes. Uh, he, if not the most popular player on the Eagles he is dating Taylor Swift is that like big news 
it's uh, bigger than Philadelphia, I can tell you that. Yeah, you know, listen, any anybody anybody but a Kardashian. I, I heard I heard another you know here's the thing like I'm driving I'm doing some stuff stuff I, I I always pick up stuff even like sitting here in my office I hear conversations I I heard somewhere this week that the quarterback for the Dolphins has four kids he has four women pregnant right now at the same time what two some quarterback it's some quarterback in the NFL right now is having four babies at the same time four different women Oh no, Coop! It's actually it's actually uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh, Jeez. Travis Kelsey. Who's okay, thinking? I thought it was Jason Kelsey. Okay, it's his yeah. brother. Okay, that, my mistake. Okay, yeah. You guys are talking about the Philadelphia thing now, right? Yeah. Taylor Swift is dating a player from the Kansas City Chiefs, Jason Kansas Kelsey's Chiefs, brother. Not... So, so there's two brothers that play okay. in the league. Okay. Okay. Yes, I I should have. Uh, I said I heard it yesterday. I mean, it still was news in Philadelphia. So no one's heard about this. I mean, that's kind of impressive. What? What was it? That some guy got four women pregnant. He had four women Is pregnant at the same time. Yeah, I don't know if it was two though. I'm telling you, I heard. I just heard it yesterday morning. Everybody's still talking about Taylor Swift. All right, I gotta Google this now. Was it Tua? Uh. Okay, it is uh, Xavier Howard. Yep. He's not the quarterback. He's the cornerback. Yeah. Cornerback. I mean, I, I said I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't Tua though. Yeah. It was Xavier and Howard. Could you imagine? Poor guy. Four. Well. But you know what happens? These are the guys that are still trying to get on their team on a team when they're forty-five years old because they're broke because yep. they're paying exorbitant amounts of child support. Child support. To, yep. to you know, there, there's four now, another two. Now. Next thing you know, the guy's got twelve kids and he's paying child support forever yep. i mean christ wrap it up holy cow uh garrett robinson yes we talked to magnus we talked to magnus as usual i was yeah, shot we, down we, but again we, 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 we got into you know garrett, i made sure uh, to bring up magnus yeah, yeah of course <laughs> greatest sportsman greatest individual sportsman of all time yeah that's how these guys go broke you know they got 12 kids they're paying they're paying you know their child support payments look you know you got all these baby mamas Right, you're paying yeah. child support for 18 years. Most of you guys ain't got an 18 year career. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, especially in, in you know, especially in, in the NFL, you're not going to be playing for 18 years. So you're going to be paying for much longer than you're playing. And then these yeah. guys go broke. There was a guy in the 80s. His name was Ralph Sampson. He was drafted uh, first in the NBA draft out of Virginia, and he was going to be like the next great player. And then he got hurt. Right, and his career was over. But he was another one who got into trouble with uh, child support. And he actually ended up there. He ended up uh, convicting him for a while. They put him in jail for a while. Yeah, for, that's for what not I paying child support. For not paying the child support. Yeah, because his, you know, he got hurt. His career just went south, and he was done. So his money, you know, that money isn't infinite that he had. So yeah. Yeah, Evander uh, Holyfield has eleven kids, six different women. That's insane. Oh my yeah. gosh. Which is kind of ironic, you know. Evander was kind of like the, you know, he had the, the preacher kind of, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, six different women. That's crazy. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a low average of two per, two per mother. Yeah. Wow. Let me see what the average. She throws on child, a very funny position right now. Child support payment is. <laughs> All right. Well. 
that being said, enough with the funky news. Let's get on to some real news. Let's find out uh, a lot of stuff going on in the cigar industry, some very important stuff to talk about. We're going to find out what's going on with Scoop with Coop. What's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. We got a lot of stuff this week. I'm just going to go in the order I put them in. Uh, unless there's any other. Unless you want me to go to some of the legislative stuff first. I'll probably save that one for last. I'm probably gonna okay. That's why I have them last. Yep. Okay, so um, first news is some people news. Um, there's an individual who has come back into the cigar industry. Uh, his name is Jim Young. And if you don't know who Jim Young is, he ran Davidoff North America for several years during like one of its most successful periods. He spent some time over in Switzerland as Davidoff's chief commercial officer. Uh, he's been out of the industry for about a year. Um, but this week it was announced he was joining... Placencia 1865 cigars, um, and he's basically going to be their interim CEO. Uh, he's also going to have an advisory and board member status. So um, it's an interesting move that they make. Placencia 1865 is the distribution company for Placencia, so that's not including the farms and the factory. But it's a you know it's a it's a big move that they made. If folks remember Jim Young's tenure with Davidoff, it was one of the most successful periods they had. Um, so thought that was interesting that he's coming back apparently it's an interim role and whether he's going to get the full-time job whether he wants the full-time job is to be determined so we'll see but uh it's a it's a nonetheless big move for Placencia. if i believe correctly i think he came from the liquor industry seagram's he came from, yep. yeah he came over from the liquor industry yep yeah, i think it was for seagram's yeah and he came over like right around 2000 that's when davidoff was starting to hit their like from 2011 to 17 davidoff was on fire uh that's when all the black label stuff so i was davidoff gonna say yeah a lot of them expedition brands or whatever they call them the, the yeah nicaragua yamasa started to hit yeah yeah so um like i guess uh you know we you know we talk about person of the year which he's actually a former uh coop winner person of the year so because what he did what he's done uh especially with the growth he did i think in the u.s was was fantastic so um, Placencia is trying to get into, I think, more of a luxury market, too, from my conversations with them. They want to play more in the luxury market. They want to play more in the international market. So bringing someone like Jim, who has experience in both, I think it was a good move if that's what they're looking for. I saw uh, another Placencia news. They're, they're killing off the Coseca 146, right, Coop? Yeah, and they announced that the show, uh, basically the 151s replacing it. Right. They just ran out of the tobacco. So the 151, I believe, is very similar to the 146. It's just from a different crop, from what I understand. But it's the same, I think, recipe. It's just right, that's what, those, that's what those numbers are, right? It's like yeah, the, it's, the, it's the year crop. of the crop, yeah. Right. So they had, told, they had announced that at the show, yeah, that, that was, they weren't taking orders for it anymore. I think whatever they had, they had just shipped it out. So now, yeah, the 151, uh, which is scheduled to be released next month, will will take that place. Is it is it me? Am I the only one that's experiencing freeze up? Um, I was seeing you freeze up. I was seeing you freeze up. I'm, might, I'm not seeing you freezing, so it's us here. It's us okay. in the building. So it's okay. probably us here, which is to means yep. everybody yep. else yep. is probably seeing this fine. Yep. All right, what else you got going on, Coop? Uh, if you're a Tatawahe fan, um, it's that time of the year, Halloween. 
So uh, this year, uh, Pete is continuing. Pete Johnson's continuing to re-release some of the original Monster series in the full size. Uh, so this year, uh, it's the face that's making a comeback in the full size. And they haven't released the face in the full size for 13 years. So it was 2010 when it got released. Um, so it's going to be the same blend. Uh, it's at 6 and 3 eighths by 56 Bellicoso. San Andreas wrapper over Mex uh, Nicaraguan binder and filler. And Pete's pretty much keeping... He's not doing any more of the Unlucky 13. So basically, it's now a limited release. Um, I think he's got something like... I don't, I don't. I didn't have the box to count, but I think it's something like four to five thousand boxes. Uh, Thirteen count boxes, thirteen dollars a cigar, so it's one sixty nine per box. Uh, Face was one of my favorite ones that he's done. I, I, that's what that was. I think. I was me, me too. I liked it. That's the one with the just a little brown tobacco. Yeah, leaf. yeah, yeah. It's not clear but, if he's doing the brown tobacco leaf or not. Um, he I, that part wasn't clear. He hasn't shown that yet. But I know on some of like the skinny monsters and some of these other releases, yeah, he went with the a band. colored bands, right? Yeah, right. but I hope I yeah. hope it comes back with that original because that was instead of having a band, it had a cutout like a yeah. leather cutout from leather. Yeah. And this is based off the Leatherface character. The interesting thing about this box, Abe and I both thought at first glance that it was a middle finger. It does look like it, doesn't it? it just at first glance, it looked, it looked like a middle finger. It's it's yeah. the chainsaw. It's the chainsaw. Is, is, yeah. is, is there any real story as to why he does this double on kind of like two well, different? If you want, if you want the, I mean, is that strictly a collector's yeah. move? I think it's a collector's move. Yeah. Yeah, he did it with the Drac, with the black and the red boxes last last yeah. year as well. Yeah, he did it with the Frank too, where the face was on the left side and the right I side. About that, yeah. Together, yeah, it was the full face. So yeah, it's kind of been his. Yeah, his, it's a good. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I can't stand it is if you'll get these consumer requests. Can I get a right oh, one? Can I get a red one? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go into a store, I guess you could you could pick it out, but it's sure. I guess hard to sure. do it online. Sure. Um. So. But yeah, the one on the right looked like the middle finger. It's supposed to be a chainsaw, is what it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's gonna be coming out the next uh, probably over the first half of October. We'll start to see that. I mean, I think um, the gambit of monsters is kind of. I mean, I think the reduxes are kind of what's left. I mean, you think he'll make a new monster? The only one I can see him doing, and he hasn't ruled it out, is. When he did the Monster Mash samplers last year, he did something called the Creature. Hmm. So, and he hasn't released a full-size Creature, and that's Creature from the Black Lagoon. That may be the only one I could see him doing. But, you know, he's got enough monsters. This is going to carry him to 2033 if he keeps re releasing the full-size monsters every year. So, I mean, that's going to be... Carry him uh, to when? 20, that will take him to 2033. By 33. the time he gets through, cycles through this whole series again, yeah. If he Listen. does it once a year. Pete's monster series is the Air Jordans of cigars. He can release them. Anyway, anytime, however yeah. he wants. Uh, I, and people will go crazy for him. He, the only other cigar that I thought he could have did the NFT with was the Frank. That would probably be the only other cigar. And I don't think now he could do it because it's already been re-released. But that would be the only other blend I think that Pete could do. Uh, an NFT with because that, those original Franks were impossible to get. Right. They were very small run, and that, you know since then and the other ones. Have that, taken that was on. that was the first one, right? That Frank was the first, was first one, yeah. That was the first one, yeah. And it was of all the monsters, the original is the one I never smoked. That first release of it. So, um, 
so yeah, I think it, you know, and like I said, he uh, he's got long. Like I said, he could he could ride this out for the next ten years. I'll be I'll be in I'll be a senior citizen by the time he's done with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. So uh, well, in other October news, um, a company that's been kind of playing into the whole Oktoberfest theme has been J.C. Newman. Uh, every year they've run this campaign called Bricktoberfest. It's a promotional campaign they do at retailers. But for the past couple of years, they've also released a limited cigar. Uh, it's a Brickhouse Bricktoberfest release. So this year is the second year they're doing it. It's the Bricktoberfest 2023. And um, what you're going to see with this cigar is it's a 6x52 Toro with a pigtail cap. They changed the blend a little this year. Last year was all Nicaraguan tobacco. This year they're going with a wrapper from Ecuador. So uh, that is, it's a it's a decently priced cigar, ten dollars uh, a pop in ten count boxes. So uh, that should be hitting the stores in the next week, right now. And there you can see it. These are uh, not crazily, but a little higher priced than, than regular brick house, right? Like yeah, it, it, but it's not crazy. Like for ten dollars, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brick houses are, are less than ten dollars, yeah. So uh, Brickhouse is, right. I think they're it's one of the most successful brands they've had. Um, that one's just kind of been a big one for them um, with, over the years. So um, now they've been you doing these outside, LEDs. You mean outside them. of Diamond Crown? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Diamond Crown is a different segment of market, though. And Quorum. I think Quorum, you can't rule out Quorum from them. They sell a lot of Quorum. They bought so, a whole factory just to make Quorum. That used to be made at Nata. Yeah. Yeah, they really bought a factory just for their quorum production. Yeah, it's one of the like I said, it's one of the biggest factories. I, I was down there this year, so it's a massive. Fa- I didn't think how big it was, and it's huge. I think that's the second. I can't think of any other two now that is tried to. I mean, it could have been I missed it, but that have, that have kind of banked on that Oktoberfest theme. I mean, I mean, the first original was Quesada. Quesada, they're I, still doing it. Yeah, they're still doing yeah. it. And, and has there been any other company? Is this it? I think it's just the two. Yeah, it's. I think those are the two. Except Pete's Monsters is a different animal. It just comes. Well, that's out not. Home. That's not for the festival. It's literally kind of based on Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. As, as the festival, which is really kind of odd for our industry, Coop, because usually when you see one company do it, man, everybody, everybody near the dragon. I mean, everybody starts making their own rendition. Oh, of we it. haven't even, is, we haven't even scraped your the dragon yet. It's gonna be right, a ton yeah, of yeah, it. This yeah. is. This is one. This is one that's kind of been around forever, and no one really, really, kind of jumped on the October band, the Oktoberfest bandwagon until J.C. Newman uh, about a year ago, a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean that was this was a Terrence Riley project going back to Casada. He came up with the idea of doing this, and he brought it to the Manuel Casada, and Manuel thought he was crazy, but they did it. <laughs> it's become, In fact, Oktoberfest become... found its way into our microblend series with the Dunkel. Yeah, oh, Dunkel. the Dunkel. That broadleaf wrapper on that thing was magic. Magic. Uh, it was. Uh, it had the little. It had the little like foam. He- the footer was like shade. So it looked like a foam head on it. It was really cool. That cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I feel like, uh, especially back then too, broadleaf was definitely not as prominent as a wrapper as you as you see it now. It, it's not. It's not something that the Casadas have normally worked with either, which which made it more interesting. No, I would, I would definitely put the Casada Oktoberfest in my top three of the micro blends. It was that good a cigar. You know what's funny is it it, it, re- it achieved way more acclaim years after the release. Yes. It yes, did. and I remember like did. yeah, and remember there was like a surge. It didn't create after a lot of buzz when it first came out. You know, when we first released it, it lingered around for a while, and then it it caught 
like a strive like years later. Yeah, because I remember I got the sampler years later too. It had it in that. So yeah, it was definitely the case with that. Um, but it followed up some big releases. You had two Abe. I mean, you had the Padron, Fuente, My Father, Tatuai, and and true. Room One Hundred One. I think it followed Room One Hundred One as well. Yeah, true. So it it it. But I think that's why it may have just taken a little longer to get the on. The Thunder might have got drowned out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, but it was great cigar. I mean, it was really. Uh, uh, I was hoping it would it would be something they would continue to make because it was. I think it was really good. All right, what it, else um, you got going on? Oh, it took uh, on a life of it. No, it took on a life of its. I think because we had a bunch in the vault. I think yeah. it was for we gave that away as a Christmas gift for Cigar of the Month, and yeah. a lot of the new people that weren't even around back then got the experience. True, you know, it's and kind of really funny. Is we forget how many how much of our fans. And people who follow us are, are, are relatively new in the history of our company. So you you always just assume, you know, they know all your past right. stuff. And I think you're right. right. That that Dunkel hit and it was a lot of new people's first experience with it. Yeah, had the Dunkel had the Dunkel hit now compared to back then. We were... Right. True. Yeah. True. All what else right. Got we got a couple of legislative stories. So this is the big one that's come up. There's a federal one and then there's a state one we'll talk about. So on the federal end, um, there is a bill that has been introduced by uh, Senator Dick Durbin and uh, Congress. And this is a guy Biden. whose name just won't go away. It fits him perfectly. I mean, really, it doesn't <laughs> go away. If it's tobacco, it's he's right in the mix of it. Yeah. Uh. Yep. He's right in the mix of this. Um, but this is so this is what's happening is uh, it's Dick Durbin and Robin Kelly, who's the congresswoman. They, they introduced legislation on both the Senate and the Congress, uh, the House of Representatives. End. And uh, on the surface, it seems like it's a pretty good program, right? They want to uh, develop programs to prevent complications uh, uh, suffered by women uh, during pregnancy or after pregnancy. Not a bad thing. But the problem is with this is when it comes to the funding mechanism. And the funding mechanism basically uh, proposes some major changes to the tax codes for tobacco at the federal level. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about what those are in a second. The, the thing is about this is the first thing to know is that this is something that has been – that has come up multiple times before. This is not a new initiative. It, it came up as recently as two years ago. It has been voted down. But it's when this type of stuff is put into these bills that you have to be very worried about. When they sneak this stuff in, uh, that's where this could be extremely uh, – because, like I said, on the surface, this seems like a great program. Why wouldn't you do this? Uh, now, to give you an idea is what they would do is on cigars as far as the, what this is going to mean is they're going to remove the tax cap, uh, which is like 52.75%, uh, and they're going to replace it with a $49 – and 50 cent per pound rate and what that's going to mean essentially is the tax on federal cigar the federal tax on cigars will go up about three times per cigar uh especially in glenn's ed he could correct me on anything I'm, I'm wrong on with that so uh but yeah and glenn has a uh call to action it's also uh on the coop site but let me tell you it's very important that you respond to this type of stuff it, 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 i can't emphasize it enough i know sometimes people say well yeah more calls to action and petitions but this is how you're going to make your voice known here because Yes. I think this is really dangerous when you see this type of legislation proposed. It, it is. It is. And, and that's what happens. It gets snuck into other bills. And, and look, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
it's a double play. It's a double yeah. play. This is a it's a political play in that you know guy like Dick Durbin. So of course they want to get this passed, and if they but even if it doesn't, then a guy like Dick Durbin gets to point his finger and say you didn't vote for helping expected mothers and really the guys are like no, right I just didn't vote for this ridiculous tax hike that was in there for no reason that's not so that's why they kind of do this display where they'll stuff it in another bill but uh yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous man that's that's how stuff sneaks in and gets passed in in that that fine print yeah um i think i think the consensus is this is not probably not going any but don't it's not one of them things where he's oh well it's not going to go anywhere you know glenn just posted a a link um, right. I would I would highly suggest you guys take the time yeah. to read that and yeah. sign petitions and you know don't give an inch. And, and here's the thing: you guys in the cigar industry who are reps and work in the cigar industry, you should be sharing this. You should be sharing this link and telling your customers to do this. I know you guys yeah. like putting your airport statuses up, but I'm not telling you not to do your airport statuses. But this is this is just as important. This is a lot more important. Let's be honest. So so please so do that. Some advice, Alan Rubin. Takes, yeah yeah. <laughs> exactly, Alan's not the worst offender of the airport no, status no. one. So, but yeah, so it, yeah, it, man, it, this is the stuff you guys should should get out. Yeah, there. yeah, it, it is extremely important. Um, like I said, you know, other thing in Glenn, Glenn's gonna be on our show by the way Tuesday night uh, on Coop. So we're gonna, I know we're gonna talk a lot about this. Um, the other thing is, you know, backdoor deals are done in Congress. So you just, you know, keep in mind they may someone may want something else passed and Durbin can kind of start working people in, in Congress to say all right if you all vote right. for this I'll vote for that so so I would not dismiss this is what I'm saying I take, I we should be taking all these threats seriously here yeah everyone whether we think you know they don't have a big chance of passing yep. or not don't yep. you know next yep. thing you know it slides in yep so why why let me ask you a question is this is this legislation that favors the smaller machine made cigars no, they have they, they what's in there is there something called tax equity, so they're hitting everyone the same, basically. They're trying to like everyone's tax equity. If it's by weight, won't it affect the machine those machines? Machines I'd have to look at the bill, but machines are there's different sections for how this is calculated. That's for large cigars that weight piece. So they're going after everyone tobacco wise with this. But there's other things in that bill I'd have to kind of pull it up, but I was just more focused on the premium cigar piece that's what i cover but yeah there's other things in there so it's not it's not it's not favoring them at all well the reason why i ask is i mean you know that's a that's a plus for us if it doesn't favor them as well because typically they won't they won't the mass market typically won't fight legislation that that's kind of strictly attacks premium cigars right 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 yeah But there's all sorts of stuff in here. They strike like they go into the federal tax code and strikes this, strikes that, adds this, add that. Yeah, but it's all they have different things. Pipes, I think, have something different in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Pilot, uh, I think pipe gets doubled. Yeah, yeah. They, they're they're hitting everyone with this. They that's how they're gonna fund this program. So, like I said, they just go after. And this is what Durbin does. He goes after cigars and any, any chance he gets. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know what his, yep. I mean, I guess that's his. That's his platform. That's his claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, smokeless tobaccos hit, roll your own tobaccos hit in there. Um, so there's different things that they do in there uh, as far as. Because it's an easy stuff. target. Who's really going to complain? 
oh yeah like wow yeah this is great you know and uh until they realize when you tax someone out of business it doesn't i mean that's you know it's, that's what these things do and you know what's funny is these same women who will benefit by it most of them will be the first people who will scream at anybody who's smoking a cigar and whatnot they don't realize that basically it's right my cigar you know, yeah. how much shit the taxes on and funds for these people yeah yep so uh, state level right uh, yeah state level so the last thing is and there's another one and this is affecting uh pennsylvania uh there is a bill that's been uh, proposed that will basically remove a bunch of smoking ban exemptions right now so uh they have it there's a there's a, something called the clean indoor act that was passed in 2008 uh which put a bunch of smoking restrictions in but there were a bunch of exemptions gone uh that, that we'll put in there uh like for private clubs cigar bars workplaces uh healthcare facilities rest stops well this this bill proposes pulling all of that out like getting rid of all those exemptions and pennsylvania alec you spent time there as well as i have it's one of the best states like to go enjoy a cigar somewhere there's uh, no cigar know. tax there's no tobacco tax no there's more. no yeah no and, states left right i mean granted you're not gonna be able to smoke in a restaurant or a hotel but right. but you know i go to pittsburgh pittsburgh's a great city to, to smoke in there's some great lounges and um you know even rocky's patel's burn lounge he put an alert out because uh on this actually as well as we telling his customers hey this is going on if this passes we're gonna have to close burn um so you know that's that's serious enough so uh again there's a call to action by the pca on that one they got right on top of that one um as well i know there was a hearing this this week in um Har harrisburg so i think you know as far as i don't think it's dead is what i'm saying so it's something worth watching there right now so th um, this is essentially a basically a ban on indoor smoking it's period. it's a comprehensive smoking ban yeah indoor smoking all right and we've seen in other states where they pass they pass smoking bans but there's exemptions and then they they what do they do several years later they try to go back and remove those exemptions so um that's what happens there so, so this is like you know even your local cigar shop you're not going to be able to go right this is you, yeah um, this tobacco is shops would not allow it anymore right. like, like your tobacco and, shop becomes a cash and carry type place yeah. there's no more lounge and, and here Here's the dangerous one. Private clubs is a big one now. I'm going to be honest. Private clubs in North Carolina is how we have a lot of smoking lounges. Because there's ways everyone makes it a private club, right? So, right. you know, you pay a dollar you pay a dollar to smoke in the lounge for the year or something like that, right? So that's how we've been able to keep the smoking lounges going in North Carolina. But it, that's a big that's a big one. You knock that out, you, you really kill a big loophole there. But, you know, on top of that, so... Just not get away with telling people what they could do in a private, non-public lounge. You, yeah, you know. I mean, how is that just not like seriously, it, strictly? I mean, like just blatantly against it. You, you know, you're right. I I agree. Look, if you're like, for example, if you're a hotel and you're the owner of a hotel and you want to not have smoking in your hotel, that's your right to do that, right? Yeah, then it's up to me as the customer to decide if i want to go to your hotel or not listen that's an argument that, that's an argument that's been around forever right forever yeah you yeah know? exactly i shouldn't have to change that, that that argument is lost but as an owner i shouldn't have to change the way i need to run my business you the consumer could choose to come here and not to come here that's been trampled on but but to say a private club which is because if i have a restaurant you as a consumer 
anybody could come in. Yeah. Right. But now I have a private club. It's not open to everybody. You got to pay no. to exactly. walk to walk through my door. How can they get away with even trying to justify that this is this is is not against you know your rights as an American? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I totally agree. This is what they do. That's what they do. Yeah, you know, and and that 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 opens the door. You know, look where you go private private club. If I can if I can ban a private club, uh, you know, the next step is your house. Literally. Yeah. Literally, and yeah. I mean, like, that I mean, might as well be the next step. That's that's. I mean, I mean that is house. that. Is, if I can, if I can ban a private club, the next step is your the, house. house. Yep. You know, and and, and actually, I think they've already done that in New York. People who own in, condos, or whatever. Sure, I could see that if there's Top some kind of connection. In New York, I think they've done it. If you own like a condo, which and it's in a building, house, right? But it's in a building where they banned, They were able to ban smoking in those areas. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is some. This is, like I said, this is a case where you give an inch and then they want a foot later on. Huh. Yeah, that's why these things have to be just unilaterally. Well, it is what it is because they're in place, but yeah, you have to. So, yeah, definitely, uh, especially if you're in Pennsylvania, get that call to action in there. It's on the Coop site as well. Absolutely. Yep. Anything else you got going on this week, Coop? That's it. News, as always, brought to you, rumor and teaser free, by William the Scoop Cooper. For more information and keep up to date, please visit cigar-coop.com. All right. Coming on in the home stretch in the last quarter hour of KMA Talk Radio this week, we are going to go to Tale of the Tape. I believe it's season seven. Tough guys, and we're going to see. We're down to the final three, our top three picks of tough guys. Let's run it see who it is. Obviously we, should, obviously, we should yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Of course. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get Paul's out of the way. This is, I believe, uh, I think Coop spit his drink out. Gaston. What? I don't know. I don't know what movie he's from. Where's Gaston? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, he didn't Gaston. tell you? He didn't tell you who's? He might have, but I mean, I'm long past that. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. This guy's oh. Beauty and the Beast. I mean, at least he's got some muscles going on. I'll give Paul that. I mean, I don't know, I mean, Paul. We need. We should have made him do a video because I can't explain. You don't want to explain this shit. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. I. I uh, all right, I know who he is. I do remember this. He had a bit of like a, a chip on his shoulder. And now I'm thinking about it. Was he I mean, like? It, the- it, it, I don't want to say bad guy, but the he had this arrogance he, and he had this swagger and this arrogance. I don't really consider him tough, but he had like a swagger. This this character. Do we really need to talk about this any further? No, no, no. I think we're good. We think we're good. We can move on. We can move on. I'll move on. I'll I'll jump in with my number three pick. Now this guy is a bad motherfucker. My pick for number three tough guy is Chung Li. From <laughs> wow. now, now Chong Li 
also known as Bolo. So here, this guy was a menace in the movie, number one, you know. Um, and let's be honest, if, if the movie played out correctly, he would have beat the shit out of Van Damme, but that's not the story. But not only that, this guy, his physique, you know, in, in this span of time, and when you thought of, like, martial artists, they were they were thin, agile, and here comes Chong Lee, built like a brick house, and was just crushing people, literally breaking backs in the movie until he went up against Frank Dukes. But, um, yeah, man, he was just one of those, didn't say much, but really had that kind of fearsome, you know, kill you type looks and really well played from a guy who actually did quite a few. He was a Bond villain too, wasn't he? I, don't, I think he's only ever played villains. I couldn't see him yeah. being anything. Oh, no, he was never played. But he was, yeah. wasn't was he a Bond villain at one point too? Yeah. Could be. Polo? All right. Anyway, that's my three pick. Thanks, Rebecca. He was a type. I don't think that's going to win you the popular vote this week, though. I don't that's know. Okay. That guy's ripped. <laughs> I mean, bro. So I, I'll go next. I called an audible this week. I, I, I had a, I had a few people on my chart that I had pick slash pick. wasn't sure which way I was going to go, and a, actually Alex's pick last week kind of made me shift because Alex's pick last week was on my chart for Spondrant as a as a tough guy, but so is this guy, and I didn't know which way to go, and I liked them both because they were both based on real life people, not just fictional characters. So um, my pick is the character from the movie American Gangster Frank Lucas, um, who basically basically broke up the uh, Italian uh, ma- mafia hold on, <laughs> on uh, drugs in New York. Um, basically their hold on New York, uh, cut out middlemen, started bringing drugs uh, from Asia and just became one badass motherfucker. Did become an informant later on. So that was a little as far as a tough guy, but doing what he did in his time in building up, uh, you know, Harlem and his base, uh, definitely a badass guy in, in, uh, in my pick. Yeah. The, this, this, this scene too, right here, this image is from right when he just, right. When he goes in the restaurant with the cup, walks out, yeah, puts the, oh. yeah, really broad daylight. And takes the guy out. But yep. for you people get your little sycophantic votes on. I want to remind you that this guy is also a cooperating government witness. Before you start, he, his character was in many scenes in Newark. He had a very small role, the Lucas character, in that. Yes, yes, yep, yes, yep. yes. But that, it, you know, so he was in that one. All right, All right. Cooper, I like, I like your pick. All right, this guy, he demanded respect, and uh, if, you, if you didn't get the respect, uh, he was a, he was the biggest badass out there. He's Paulie Walnuts. Yep, winner, good guy. You know, he. What can you say? I mean, it's freaking Paulie Walnuts. You know. Actually, the funny thing is, I might have had him higher, but actually, I think in the whole, the famous episode, the um, Pine Barrens, he kind of showed a little vulnerability with that, which is why yes. I kind of maybe yes. got him down a bit. Which is, Now, the guy in that picture on the right, he's a badass. I just didn't think he was big enough character to put on the list as Patsy Parisi. He Patsy was a badass Parisi, on that yes. show. Yeah, you yes. didn't mess with Patsy Parisi on The Sopranos, let me tell you. Absolutely. So, yeah. I got to give Coop double credit here. Paulie Walnut's a good pick and also justifies his, I think it was number nine pick of Chris Moltz. Yeah. So I'd set up, it's set up. Yep. Yep. If, if another Sopranos character is in there. So good pick. Yeah. All right. I don't, maybe I have a shot to win it this week. I think you got a shot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. 
Uh, Paulie, Paulie, Paulie whacked him. So that is our pick number three this week of Tale of the Tape. We have two more left. And I don't know if we have a theme for uh, for we, season like, eight. Not, not so, yet. Not so yet. If any of you guys want to throw out some themes, possible themes you'd like to see done in season eight, do it in the comments below. Let's see. Maybe we'll pick your theme. If we pick your theme, I'll send you a five-pack. We like your theme enough. We'll send you a five-pack of cigars. Throw up your ideas for best theme for yep. Tale of the Tape. Oh, I keep forgetting to unhide them. There you go. Wow. A lot of guys. Uh, so is this? Guys, did, did a lot of guys like the rat this week. Interesting. Interesting. Is this the final Disney thing for Paul? Did we just say? Yes. Oh yeah, we're forcing. Yeah, we're banning Disney. Yeah, we're banning. Okay. Disney. Yeah, I, I think this one's just jumped the shark. Is to be honest with you. It almost yeah. it almost makes it a cop out where he doesn't even really participate. He doesn't have time. to right. He doesn't yeah. have to. Yeah. He doesn't even really have to do the work to try to figure out because this really was a lot of work, man. My list. It's three pages. Yeah, I, keep, I, I'm I kept crossing off, changing. Yeah, I'm watching. You know, watching your picks. I'm like, these are all great picks. I should have looked at too. So yeah, that it's agree. hard, man. It is. Yeah. It really was yeah. hard. It really was hard. And then yeah. honestly, you know, part of me for the, you know, I don't know how you guys are doing, but part of the fun for me is I'm also trying to find a guy that they're gonna go. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. Or you know, I mean, there's some easy ones you could just you know cookie yeah, cutter exactly. sheet off as badass guys but i was really trying to find ones that that were like you know people really like would think oh man i forgot about that character yep right, yep that's the, that's the tricky part that's the tricky part all right that is our number three picks of kill the tape this season and in normal fashion in closing out our kma saturday morning it is time to find out sponsored by the fine folks over at gurkha cigars would you rather This, uh, this week's, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I mean, it's kind of funny, but I almost kind of like the suggestion. <laughs> Coming up with the ball picture. <laughs> so this is this Would You Rather is also coming off the ball picture. It's a fairly simple one, but uh, I, I know where I would land, but let's see where you and everyone else would land. Would you rather, and you have to pick one, go. Beard, no mustache, or mustache, no beard? That's easy for me. Mustache, no beard. I mean, it's easy. Beard, no mustache. It's just a weird Abe Lincoln look. And it's funny. I agree. Quentin, year, Quentin, Quentin Thor Nation went beard, no mustache. I know. But it's, my, no my, mustache. Once a year, my, I'll see somebody with that look. But it doesn't. Yeah. It just my, looks weird. My, I'm mustache, no beard. But my son, actually, Timmy, actually has pulled off that look pretty good with the beard, yeah, no mustache. He actually can pull it off. See, you gotta, you gotta, but you gotta, it's not for everybody, yeah. It just seems like, it just seems like, why, why just shave the mustache? I mean, you know, (laughs) mustache, no beard. Uh, We got a, uh, I can't, oh, John Griffin, beard, no mustache, beard, no mustache. Thor, Thor rocked the beard, Thor, Thor rocked the beard, no mustache look. For a long time, I'd have to lose the beard. Yeah, see, yeah, there yeah, are I some people that can pull it off. There, there is some people, but it's it's a small segment. 
it's an Amish thing, isn't it? It's an Amish thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an Amish thing. Yep. Yeah, there are there are those folks that uh, cannot cannot grow the facial hair. But most I feel like most people can grow them. Ah, no, no. You know what? I take that back. Even like Italo, Italo can't even grow a mustache. No, no. Yeah. Does no. no. Paul keep he the think, mustache? He thinks he thinks it's one, but doesn't really <laughs> quite make like it. Speaking Gonzalez whiskers. Yeah. You think Paul keeps the mustache? No, no. I think Paul after this. What no. character? What character did he? Is he that he had to do that? Do we know Mario? He's Mario. Oh, all right. He should just got a. Uh, I guess. So. Here's Mario. Beard, no mustache. See? Some guys. Some guys. Jimmy Boyle. Beard. You know what? I want. I want to. I, I want to say all these. Jimmy, let, let, let's do it. Well, he's got a goatee, so he can't. Uh, I don't know. That's an old picture. But you gotta understand, Jim. We said beard, no mustache, or mustache, no beard. So that means the mustache goes. It's not beard or mustache. Yeah. Yeah, just in case you. It's Abe. It's Abe Lincoln or Tom Selleck. Yeah, you're going. Yes. Yes. Pretty that's much. That's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Abe or Tom. All right. Well, that is this week's episode of Would You Rather, brought to you by the fine folks over at Gurkha Cigars. Uh, once again, before we leave you be to the rest of your weekend, do not forget. Trust me. Go online if you haven't pre-ordered your boxes. It's only what twenty-five dollars, Alex. Twenty-five dollars to make sure that you get your box of Little Big Delicious, which will be dropping next April. So they're going to be made to production. LBD Blue, same cigar, same blend. Uh, pre-orders, deposits. We're going to stop taking deposits tomorrow. Tomorrow will be your last day. So get your chance. Get your Little Big Delicious while you get the chance. Other than that, everyone. Have a great weekend. Uh, check us out on our social media pages, Smoke In, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And if you're not a member of our Smoke In Social private group on Facebook, please check it out. Alex, you want to say something? No, I just want to tell everybody, reminder, go over to cigar-coop.com. Click those articles and you know get on yep. those petitions and all that legislation, yep. anything you can do. And catch them this Tuesday night with Glenn Luke. Get yep. the real, yes, uh, to get all the info, and I'm sure a lot of questions yep. will be yep. answered there. Yep. More oh, details on what what's going on don't sleep on this stuff people don't sleep on it yeah please don't yeah all right guys until next week everybody keep it lit